0: welcome to the birds at bush my name is jordan maroney uh so i'm gonna be riding solo for i don't know i don't know how long i'm gonna be riding solo for to be honest with you uh it all really depends on if josh is gonna come i'm not banking on it mainly because he's just had a baby so congratulations to josh um and she uh it looks like everything went well she looks really healthy so and, and i'm glad that um, everything uh looks great so as you can tell i'm wearing no cardinal gear not wearing a cardinal shirt wearing my chance to wrap hat mainly because this this team is quite frankly trash and so um there's a lot there's a lot i can go into when it comes down to this team but i don't have the time because i'm going to this this episode has to be quite short uh and quick and straight to the point because i have other things i have to do uh but no like what where, where 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 can we start so i'm going to i'm going to save my my biggest pet peeve to uh to the end so my number one uh not my number one but the first point our inconsistency on the offensive side so we have our runners in score position is probably one of the worst in baseball. Nobody can uh, nobody can score any sort of runs when it comes down to people uh, and on second or third. Uh, Nolan Arnato for example, is one of the worst in the, in baseball at this and it's very 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 weird because number wise, the man has beefed up his offensive numbers since his slow start. He's batting like 283 now. He got as low as like 240, 230. I think he got that low, but he hiked it back up to 283. He's hitting the ball with a lot more power. He's hitting the ball with a hot exit V-low. However, when it comes down to runners in scoring position, he cannot get the job done. He's been struggling on that end. And also, um, when it comes down to like Paul, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, he's not looking – like his MVP self, granted, looking like that back to back seasons is a very difficult task. Uh, you can't, the only, only like a select few people can actually replicate what they did the year prior when it came down to MVP seasons, but you can still look good. He looks good, but he doesn't look near the level that he did uh, last season. And we, we just can't score runs. We, we lose games we lose games when they're like 2 to nothing, 2 to 1 because we can't score. Uh there's games where we're getting blown out like last night when we lost 11 to 3. We scored 11 uh we uh we scored 3 runs to their 11 against a in my opinion a pitcher that is mid-level. So we like the Cardinals offense has a tendency of making of making mid to low caliber pitchers looking like Cy Youngs recently, uh, and it's actually quite it's actually quite sad to see. Um, I I don't understand what's going on with the bats. Granted, it sounds horrible to say, but we did better when it when we had Jeff Albert as our, uh, our as our uh, batting coach, and Oh, shoot i i only remember his last name Turner uh because he's a very forgettable guy it doesn't seem like he it he's an analytical guy so that's our issue when it comes down to the Cardinals the analytics are killing this team making putting putting like the most craziest of lineups not giving people shots to uh to bat like for example nolan Gorman facing left-handed hitters he can hit off of them. Yes, he's not the greatest at it, but why take him out? I just don't understand that aspect of it because baseball is a game of trial and error. I, I, I truly just think that analytics are just killing baseball. So actually, uh, before I uh, dive deeper into it, so Caleb, uh, a guy in our uh, in the Extra- Extraordinary gentlemen's League, um, is also a Cardinals fan. And he's not pleased. And this is what he had to say. He said that he wishes that he could have been a guest on this show uh, tonight because I did ask him, but he has uh, a youth. He's running a uh, his youth group uh, today, uh, but he said they're not a competitive team, and they will be uh, continue to be a laughing stock of the NL as as long as the current front office and coaching staff are in place. The front office does not care about winning; they care about money. The previous manager was fired because of philosophical differences. Translation, he did he wanted to win and front office did not. But nothing will change as as long as stupid St. Louis fans continue to fill the stadium, the best fans and the best fans in baseball. More like the most delusional fans in baseball. It hasn't been a winning culture in five plus years, in my opinion. They're fine making the playoffs and losing in the first round no interest in winning World Series. It's ran like a business and not ran like a ball club. So there's a lot that I agree when it comes down to that statement so for example, the front office and coaching staff needs to get purged. the front office does only care about the money they don't really care about uh, they don't care about the game. They only want to fill the seats and to make Ballpark Village look nice. And at the beginning of the season, when people said, Hey, why do you not get a pitcher? We have six starting pitchers. Mo, we did not have six starting pitchers. We didn't even have good pitchers last season. We got bailed out because we were energized because we had Yachty and Al pools on our team. And so we have a player, we have Jack Flaherty, inconsistent this year. Always hurt, but inconsistent this year. Miles is inconsistent. Adam Wainwright should have retired. Don't know why he came back. Steven Matz, not going to talk about him. Jake Woodford should never be playing on the major league stage right now because he is just not good. And then uh, Matthew Libetor, who we need to give more chances to. And I'm so sorry, Jordan Montgomery. You had your win taken from you today. You pitched such an excellent game today, only giving up two runs, which is fine. You know, you know giving up low amount of runs, like giving up three le- uh three or less is perfect. However, our team, after that grand slam that Tommy Edmund hit, made it four-two. And then Dill Carlson brings in a guy, five-two. And then our offense just forgets how to hit. We're uh, going up against a really good San Francisco Giants uh, bullpen, but what are we doing with it? We're not executing. We're taking first pitches. We are swinging at junk. And that's no disrespect towards the Giants bullpen. They've been one of the, they've been one of the best in baseball. but it's just infuriating just seeing this happen over and over and over again. And then also to go based off of uh, Caleb's uh, uh, comment on the team as well, I agree with the uh, fan aspect. The fans are going to keep filling the seats, and the front office knows that. And they know that the less amount of money that they spend on the team itself when it comes down to getting players, trading for players, because, hell, we could have got some players last season. We could have traded for some players last season, but we don't. Because everything is a-okay, and we are required to be patient. Okay. But then you have to think to yourself, like, as the fans keep piling in, they're making more uh, money off of that. They're not doing any moves. Hell, Ali Ali Marmol is still our manager right now. Now, explain to me how that makes sense. How is he still our manager? Because last I saw, we're last place in the National League. And last I saw, he has no idea how to uh, manage a bullpen or manage a game, quite frankly. All he does is get pissed off when the umpire misses a couple calls. The umpire today missed calls, yes, but he was doing it on both sides. Like, he – the fact that he was hired, a guy that has zero coaching experience. Okay, coaching experience is rude. Head coach, uh, head head coaching uh experience at a major league level, or or any manager level coaching, coaching level in the major leagues. Skip Schumacher, for example, ex-player of the Cardinals, ex-player. Uh, baseball player. He jumped around quite a bit, but people know him mostly as a Cardinal. He was bouncing from team to team as a bench coach, as hitting coaches, and then now he's a manager at the Marlins, who are second place in the very tough National uh NL East. Cardinals could count him, but no, we decided to get Ali Marmol, a guy that was out of the league by twenty-seven. He wasn't good enough to play, so we relied on coaching. And then for some reason, Mo said, yep, you have that spark in you, son. I'm going to pick you up. It makes it makes no sense why we keep going with these internal hires when it comes down to uh, uh, head coaching. And I'm about to eat my words right now. I did not like Mike Schilt for some odd reason now. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm an idiot. I should have liked Mike Shield. The man did not play the analytic baseball that they're currently playing right now. He, the philosophical differences that they were having was that he wanted to run his team a certain way. Moe and DeWitt did not like that and thought the game needed to go in a different direction. You can win games using analytics. However, you you can't win games if you're using analytics and don't know how to use them. Case in point, the Tampa Bay Rays. They are really good. They're playing analytic like baseball. They have a bunch of players on their team that you never really thought of when it came down to being like a star player are really good. Josh for uh Josh Lowe, sorry, Lowe. Josh Lowe, Harold Ramirez, Yandy Diaz. Yeah, D.D. has had a good season last season, but this season he is raking. He's looking like the best first baseman in baseball. Then you have the young core of Wander Franco, and then you also have Randy Arozarena, who's playing out of his mind right now. There's, and then their pitching staff: Shane McClanahan. Then you got Zach Eflin, who they got on a cheap price, who is pitching lights out this season. Tyler Glasnow just came back from the IL. He's pitching very well right now they know how to work the system they learn from their mistakes they learn that when they took blake snell out in the world series that was a dumb move a hundred percent they won't do that again if shane mcclanahan was pitching that good in the world series and he was at like 80 pitches in the sixth inning you best believe that he's finishing that inning and so because they're learning from their mistakes Jordan Hicks pitched today. After Montgomery pitched a gem, he pitched incredible. He pitched one and a third, uh, one, uh, one and two thirds innings. Pitched great, striking people out, making people hit ground balls, and then they decided to take him out in the ninth. So that part, okay. Giovanni Gallegos does have closing experience and he's been our closer since helsie has gone. But he's not pitching that great. I feel like if we would have kept Jordan Jordan Hickson, and then if he would have given up like a let's say a hit, if he would have given up like a hit, then you bring Gallegos in. Or if you see him looking erratic, bring Gallegos in. But no. We bring Gallegos in. Zero outs. Man on first and second. Mike uh Grimsky. There we go. Comes up to bat. Hits the ball. About 380 feet to uh right field. Excellent job. Excellent job. And so and so uh I have to uh end this episode here shortly. So my biggest gripe is this front office, managers, just like what Caleb said. This front office and manager uh, and managing choices and everything have been absolute garbage. Everything about them have been horrible for the last couple of years. And just like what uh, Caleb said, we have not been a winning ball club for five seasons. Yes, we have the division titles, and yes, we have made it to the playoffs. But we are known as a first-round exit every time we get to the playoffs. And you know what they say, probably? Oh, we got a playoff team. We made it to the playoffs. Not every team makes the playoffs, you know. But when you make the playoffs that as often as the Cardinals do, shouldn't you want to make it to the National League Championship almost on a yearly basis? Like, like, the, like If they make it to the National League Championship on a yearly basis, that's still a successful season. We just need to get a couple pieces to get to the World Series. That's why the Astros are the best team in baseball, in my opinion, until proven otherwise. They're consistently in the American League Championship, consistently. winner. If they make it this year, win or lose in that championship game, they are still the best team in baseball all around. Because they know how to develop a team and also know how to uh, find nice cornerstone pieces. They are good. The Braves are good. They know how to build a team. Cardinals don't. We let people walk. This team is inf- this team is infuriating, and there's a lot wrong with it. However, it's a, it's a long season, you know. We have July, August, September to make a comeback. Hell, we're only eight games back from our division title. We are technically not out of it. We should be. If we were in any other division, we are. That's why we need to gut this team. We need to trade players off. Everybody's on limit, uh is available main except Arnado. Uh, main main reason why. We have them for eight years nobody wants to take up a eight eight year contract and then give us eight years of their development for one guy nobody will do that but we do have a rating mvp who will give us amazing pieces we need pitching we need bullpen we need bats every loss is a win for this team 2024 better be different absolutely logan This team has been such a disappointment because we know deep down this team is so much better than how they actually are performing. So much better. This team, lineup-wise, should be first in their division, top 10 in baseball, lineup-wise. But we knew going into it that their pitching staff was going to be horrible. We knew this. We knew that their pitching staff was bad, but no, we had six starters. Our bullpen didn't really change from last season, but it was really good last season. But that's because we had uh, Ryan Helsley pitching like the best reliever in baseball all season. Giovanni Gallegos was pitching lights out last season. We had TJ McFarland pitching well. We had Verhagen pitching well. We don't know how to build a team. We think we're okay when we aren't. All we did was get Wilson Contreras, who is slumping. And people need to realize that he is a human being and he's slumping. There's a difference between Wilson Contreras and Paul DeYoung. Paul DeYoung, when he sucks, he sucks. He's not slumping. He just sucks. When Wilson Contreras is uh, sucking, he's slumping. Wilson Contreras does not have a history of sucking as many seasons as Paul DeYoung has had. This is a slump, everybody. Stop giving this man so much grief. His defense is lacking. Okay. But we just came from Yadier Molina, who is arguably the best defensive catcher of all time. So, to wrap this up, Cardinals, they stink. They're horrible. In order to get better, we had to get rid of people, gather prospects, gather contracts that are expiring, and then hope we can sign them back, knowing damn well that the Cardinals won't. But why not get our hopes up? So, hey. Thank you for uh, joining my little rant session. Uh, Like I said, keeping this episode short, have some things to do. As you can see, we're packing, we're getting ready to go on vacation. So I have to do some, uh, some extra stuff. So I just wanted to step by and reveal my frustration. I will not be on next week's episode because I will be gone. Uh, So you will have Josh back probably. Uh, And you might have a guest. So. Uh, I will be tuning in to watch them, 100%. So Uh, thank you again for tuning in uh, to hear my frustration of this team. But also, just always remember, I love the Cardinals. No matter how much trash I talk about them, I love them. I just expect more from them. This is the worst team I've ever witnessed. Yeah. Okay. No. The, when the Colts won one game, that yeah, that one season that was pretty bad. Probably second worst. <laughs> All right. Well, have yourself a great night, everybody. See you later, he Oliver. I love you.